Welcome to Ignore the Chatter. I am Tiffany S. Griffin, and this is where personal and business connect. Today we are discussing how we can ignore the chatter in our brains from other people, the things that prevent us from being able to move on in life. Let's dive right in. What other people think about us can honestly cripple us mentally. Do you know the truth? Do you even want to know the truth? The truth is, we are only crippled because of the part of us that actually chose to believe in their opinion. That we weren't good enough. That we weren't smart enough. That we aren't thick enough. That we aren't skinny enough. That we weren't even pretty or handsome enough. Are we perfect? No. And that's only because nobody is. But we have a choice to learn from our mistakes and acknowledge our flaws. Making a mistake, or rather not succeeding the first time, does not mean that you are not good enough. It simply means that you have room for improvement. Now that you are aware that you have room for improvement, you just make an adjustment and you make changes. Be mindful that if you dwell on those mistakes, or wallow in them, we are not able to look forward or move forward. At times, I've even found myself paralyzed. If I think back to my childhood and dealing with bullies and how I would respond to them, and even in my professional life dealing with bullies or people who honestly have ill intentions for you and are very negative in the way that they speak to you, I couldn't react because I couldn't figure out how to react. For example, in my personal life as a kid, a bully might say something to me or insult me and instead of immediately responding and addressing the issue, I might just sit there quietly, shake my head, not say anything. But when I got home at night, I would replay through the whole conversation, how I should have responded, what I should have said, and how I could have said it, and told the bully all the way off in my head. So much so that I couldn't sleep at night. Now, as an adult, you would think that you get better and that just goes away because you're now an adult. Well, it didn't go away for me. I would sit in board meetings with higher level managers that would honestly, at times, take time to take personal shots. So much so that I have sat in corporate meetings and literally been in tears because I didn't know what to say. I didn't know if I should argue back and curse them back out. I didn't know if I should um, stoop to their level. I didn't know if I should... Uh, defend myself and keep defending myself because keep in mind before the tears came there was defending of myself there was me saying I did not do that I'm not responsible for that I don't mind helping with it but this part is not my responsibility prior to it becoming personal shots of my relationship or um, my family life or anything like that Either way, 
I didn't know how to respond. I didn't know how to handle the confrontation because I was still thinking about what people would think based on my response. If I responded at the same level, right, would, because mind you, this person was already unprofessional with me, so if I became unprofessional with them, would I lose my job? Would I, I don't even know what else I thought. I don't know if I was really just that afraid of losing my job or or what it was. I have no idea. But those thoughts in that moment paralyzed me so much to the point that I couldn't move. Couldn't say anything. All I could literally do was cry. Now, by no means should you ever sit in a meeting and cry. Especially not as a woman. Because you lose power, you lose authority, and you lose respect. Because emotions are not a place for the boardroom. For meetings. Ever. So making sure that we do have a check on our emotions is highly important. Just like I said, once you're aware of a mistake, you have to make the changes. You have to stop saying, well, what if, what if, what if, what if. Now look at how you handled that situation and how can you do better? So for me, how I do better is I don't allow anybody to say whatever they want to say to me just because they feel like they can. I choose to respond. I choose to address the issue and I choose to remind them to stay on topic. I also choose not to allow negative energy into my space. And I also choose to make sure I always accept responsibility when I'm at fault, when I make mistakes, and I am at error. That's important. Period. Now, beyond all of that, maybe you're not worried about the chatter in the moment of making the personal or business decision, what the other person is going to think about your response. And those were really deep scenarios. Those had more history to them. Those are continuously built up in technically abuse by a person trying to break you down so much and then you're eventually at your fed up point. So that's a little bit different. But what about in the simple situations of instead of saying, no, you don't want to go to this party, you say yes just because you don't want other people to think that you're not cool or you don't care about them. Sometimes you're going to have to say no. Sometimes you're not going to be able to do a dinner. Sometimes you just don't want to do it. But you do it because of what other people are going to think about you. Who is your life for? Is your life for you or is your life for the other people? Think about that. How many decisions a day do you make that is for everybody else that harms you? For me, one of the things that I had to learn, because my job was previously the most important thing to me, so much so that I would work 120 hours in two weeks. So about 60 hours a week. 
get up all over again, do whatever was necessary, and quote-unquote anything that was needed. Instead of making sure I took care of me, making sure that hair was done, nails were done, that I enjoyed myself, that I spent time with my family. Work was more important to me than anything else. If you didn't see me on a Sunday, the only day that we were closed, you were not going to see me. I was going to be at work. That's what I thought was most important. Did I, in that moment, say no to other people because I felt like something was more important? Yes, I did. But I still wasn't saying no because I needed to do something for me. I was saying no to serve somebody else. I was still serving somebody else and not replenishing myself. Yes, we do our best at work. Yes, we work as much as we are available to, but you have to make sure you recharge and empower yourself. If you do not recharge and empower yourself, you will not be able to long-term preserve your status. It's just like the saying goes, you can't pour from an empty glass. So if I am continuously giving to everybody else and I'm not replenishing my glass, I'm not making sure that I am being taken care of and that I am done for, I'll never be able to serve everyone else effectively. So I don't want you to take away from this podcast that you should not be serving other people. You should, but in order for you to be any good to anybody else, you have to take care of you first. Because in a job, when you're burnt out, when you can't do it anymore, when you've had a stroke and you've had a heart attack, you get a card and a balloon and maybe a collection of money on a good day, right? They don't pay for your entire surgery. They don't pay for your rehab. They don't pay for your therapy. They don't pay for any of that for you to get better. They don't pay your family for your suffering. And now the family has to take care of you. A job's not there for that. If you allow your job to control you to the point that they are able to take everything that they need and never give anything back or allow you to have the time to build yourself back up because even if your job isn't giving you things back like they're not sending you on trainings and things like that but at least if you have the time that you can make for yourself to send yourself on trainings or to send yourself into a quiet space and a relaxation mode things like that it will make you a more productive worker later But in general, that fear and that chatter will prevent you from doing any of those things. Now, from a personal perspective, everybody seems to have their opinions about everything. You work too much. You don't spend enough time with family. You spend too much time with your friends. You spend too much with that man or that girl. Everybody has opinions. But still... What do you need? Now, is this relationship healthy for you? Go through your checklist. 
think about your standards, your expectations. You shouldn't want anybody who makes you feel worse in your life. But you also shouldn't want anybody who blows smoke up your butt and makes you think that you are the best person in the world and never tells you when you're making a mistake unless they do it behind your back. You always want somebody around you who can be honest with you and help you build up. You don't want to hear things that people are saying and be so consumed with them. But you do want to be aware of what they are saying. Filter out the bad, learn from your mistake, and move forward. The only way you will know your mistake, if you don't just blatantly see it, is if somebody brings it to your attention. So you have to hear about your mistake. You have to have some chatter in your life. But which chatter is the right chatter to listen to? This week, that's what I want you to reflect on. Reflect on which chatter you should be listening to. Which people in your life are actually trying to help you? Which people in your life are trying to hurt you? Which clients in your life are trying to help you or hurt you? Which jobs in your life are trying to help you or hurt you? What is serving its purpose in your life and what is not? You're going to hear negative things about yourself because you're not perfect. But how many of those negative things are said to hurt you versus said to help you? Start identifying those people, those jobs, and those clients in your life. Who is saying things that you are doing incorrectly to hurt you? Who is saying things that you are doing incorrectly in your life to help you? We want to help you. We want to see you do better. So this is why I let you know that I saw you do A, B, C, D. Now, just think on that. Do you really need to improve or are you happy staying exactly where you are and falling down now remember what I said last week if you're your most successful friend you need new friends because your unsuccessful friends are not going to see where you're going left because in their eyes you do everything perfectly change your circle add to your circle And remove negativity from your circle. Love yourself. Love your mistakes. And embrace all of the different opportunities that you have. So whether it's in business or in personal, if you don't learn how to respond and speak up for yourself, you will never be able to speak up for yourself. Always be professional, be courteous, be polite, but still direct at the same time. Don't allow things to fester. Address them as they happen so that we don't get to the point of the chatter going too far. I am Tiffany S. Griffin.
Don't forget what you need to think on this week, ignoring your chatter and being positive. Change your thoughts, control your thoughts, and monitor the negativity in your life. Have a great day, great evening, great morning. I love you all.